everyone, I'm Laura Gibson. And I'm Nikki Allen, and this is the Mom Hair and Ministry Podcast. We're just two best friends sharing stories through scripture, momhood, and ministry. Hey guys. Hey guys. Welcome to another Mom Hair and Ministry Podcast. Yes. <laughs> um, we're dumb. Um, we're excited to be with but you. But we're good at it. Yes, we are. Um, we're excited to be with you this week, um, and we're going to continue our conversation on what kind of influencer are you? Just to give you a little recap, um, last week we talked about um, how are you being influenced? Who are you influencing? What are you saying in front of others? If someone's, especially uh, what we struggle with, where our line is, where our conviction is, if you haven't got to listen to that one, go back and listen to that one because it was filled with some good stuff. We talked about the influencer culture. That's what people are called now, is influencers. You know, social media, TikTok, YouTube, Facebook, the Twitter, whatever you want the to call Twitter, it. The Twitter, okay. The Twitter. So oh my, uh, my pastor is like, you know, sometimes you just maybe say stuff on the Twitter. And I was like, oh. Oh, my gosh. No, he didn't. Anyway, um, and I've never let him live it down. Um, and we just talked about how that's the culture now. And But you know what? Honestly, that's always kind of been the culture we are always influencers we are influencing somebody just like what i've That's said right. before we are all worshipers we all worship something people are watching us and today we're going to go a little bit more in depth on um christian mentors different kinds and how um we all have different journeys and i'm going to let nikki start with that um with a specific example from the bible um one of the things that i've said a couple times and we've said it on the podcast was, you know, there are going to be people in your life that are seasonal. Mm-hmm. And um, they're there to be a part of your testimony, either to test you <laughs> or to grow you in some way. And I think that's so beneficial in our walk mm-hmm. as we grow. Mm-hmm. Um, they're going to be people that are going to teach you how not to live for Christ, uh, that are going to fuel you in your flesh and then there's going to be people that are going to challenge you mm-hmm. in your flesh yep. and in a way that helps you to repent and turn from those things and to grow spiritually in the way you should because they're going to hold you accountable Yep. and we need those people you need more people challenging you to grow in your faith than those that are weakening your faith mm-hmm. um, and one of the examples that I like to refer to is uh, Paul and Barnabas. Um, he was a great mentor. He was the encourager. That's what his name stands for. And he was there to go on these mission opportunities with Paul. But at one point in time, when Timothy came on board, um, there was a quarrel because Timothy didn't want to go and do the things that they were wanting to do, and that kind of upset Barnabas, and rightfully so, because here's this spiritually mature, godly man that is trying to spread the gospel, and here's this young, I don't want to say punk kid or nothing, but a young baby Christian, um, and I don't want to say being bratty, but not wanting to go and do the hard stuff and you know Barnabas just told Paul look this is where we have to part ways yeah and that was okay because Paul continued on with what God called him to do and Barnabas 
he went on and did what he was supposed to be doing. And I know there's times when people we may be pouring into and wanting to influence, and they choose a different way, and that's okay. Um, one thing that my husband really, that he enjoys that, um, and I believe it was from Billy Graham, but talking about you always need a Barnabas and you always need a Timothy in your life. Mm. You need somebody that's pouring into you, yep. and you need somebody that you can pour into. Because that keeps you accountable on both ends. Yeah. That's growing you plus helping somebody else to grow. And I'm a firm believer in that. And, man, I grow when I'm helping somebody else grow. And I love getting to see that growth. I, get, I love to see somebody that started off as a baby in Christ and see them a couple months down the road when their first reaction would have been to act fleshly or worldly, and then they choose a different way. Mm. And I know how it brings pride to my heart, but man, to God's heart. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. So I, I really believe that uh, we as Christian influencers, if you want to be called that, you definitely need to have somebody that's pouring into you. Exactly. And let me go, I'm going to go on limb on this one, but... Laura and I both can say that we don't have a lot of people coming to us that want to pour into us. It's true. Because a lot of people say, well, they're, they're already grounded. They already know, but we still need pouring into. Yes. We need somebody that is wiser. That's when you go back to Titus and it says where the older women should be pouring, pouring into in. the younger women. And not saying that I need some 60 or 70-year-old woman. I need somebody that's mature in the faith, knows God's word, that can correct me. We need correction. Mm -hmm. um, just because I know God's word, I don't know God's word fully. And we, I need to be corrected. And I know there's a lot of people that are not going to come and pour into Nikki and correct her. And I need somebody that looks past that. Yeah. Because again, I need, I need a Barnabas too. I need somebody pouring into me. Because there's plenty of Timothys around us. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or whoever you want to say. But, there's plenty of those opportunities. And I know Laura and I try to pour into as many as we can. But um, we definitely need to have somebody that's influencing us in a godly way that will not sway. Because we talked about that last week. Our culture will sway quickly. Like you said, you have to have that grab or whatever it is. But you got to hold them there. And that was something last week that we were talking about. <laughs> My former pastor, Pastor Jeff Williams, he, he always said, if it takes a pizza party or going out bowling to get them, that's what you're going to have to keep doing to keep them. And I never really, you know, when I was leading youth, I was like, man, you don't know what you're talking about. That is some straight wisdom. Yeah. If it takes something to draw them, if it's not the Holy Spirit, if it's something worldly, it's going to be not something. satisfying, yeah. Right. You know, so I get it. But... Um, going back, we, we need people that are pouring into us as well. Yeah. Um, that love us enough to correct us because Laura and I, we don't know what all we're learning too. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? So there's things that we still, and I know she talks about somebody she goes to church with that challenges her, which is awesome. We need yeah. to be challenged in our yeah, walk. Yeah. And I believe when Barnabas talked to Paul and said, look, 
I have to go this way. I'm sure Paul was like, no. Hold up. <laughs> we got to do this, you mm-hmm. know. But because of that maturity. Okay. And he went on. And now this was Paul's opportunity mm-hmm. to become the Barnabas for Timothy. Yeah. And to help him grow. Because there was a little bit more patience to deal with that kind mm-hmm. of thing. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So, um, and don't get discouraged either. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this. Uh, don't get discouraged either when you have a Timothy or um, a whomever that you're pouring into and it's just not their season. Mm. You know, you could do all you want and say, ah, I'm giving it to them, but they're just not taking it yeah. in or yeah. the world just still, still has a grip on them. Don't get discouraged. You be accountable. You be consistent. You do what you're supposed you to do. You do what your calling is, whatever God's called you to do in their life, and be consistent in it. Because, because you, that's can, go ahead. you can go so far. You can, hear me out when I say this, you can do someone's relationship for them for a little bit. You <laughs> yeah. see what I'm saying? No, I got you. Do you hear what I'm saying? I got you. Um, you, can do, you can do as in, hey, or let's say you go to church with them. Are you coming to church tonight? I'll come get you. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll come get you. Um, hey, are you reading your Bible? Hey, let's read our Bible together. Yep. But there comes a time where that has to be, because you do have to teach them. Mm-hmm. There comes a time when you have to, that has to be parted ways too. You know what I'm saying? It's, And that's what's hard is that you, sometimes I think as a Christian mentor on the other side, to a mentee, I guess, um, you want to do it for them. Yeah. You know? And sometimes, and hear me when I say this, it's for our own satisfaction and fulfillment. It and is. so we have to remember, okay, this is not a checklist. Mm. We are. This is a actual human person. They are not a project. Oh, and I wow. know sometimes, y'all, wow. some people are projects because people are cray-cray. But we have to look at people as human and look at them as like, okay. And honestly, that means sometimes, you know, yes, holding them accountable, but being their friend as well. Yes. You know, I know there's a line there. It's just like teacher-friend relationship or teacher-student relationship. There is a fine line, of course, but if you want to, what's the term? If you want to get respect, sometimes you got to give respect. That's right. You know? It's got to be both. Interrupt. No, yeah. that was awesome. Um, it works both ways. Yeah. I cannot rely on your religion. I cannot rely on your experiences. Um, you can come it'll say, fail. It'll fail if you That's exactly did. right. Yeah. Um, so many people, you know, my mom... Nikki, don't do drugs, don't do this, don't do that, don't... And out of, out of all the things she told me not to do, the only thing I listened to was don't get a credit card. Why, well, I don't know. Mm. But that's the only thing I... Because I did the drugs, I did the promiscuous sex, I did the drinking, I did all that. And I believe why, because my mom didn't... She never dealt with that. She never drank, she never smoked dope, she never did drugs, she never laid. The only man she ever laid with was my daddy. You know what I'm saying? So... I couldn't go off her experience because she didn't... All she could say is, don't do it. Mm-hmm. She couldn't say... Now, when Samuel and Amelia and any future children in the Allen home, I'm going to be able to say, this is why you don't do drugs. Yeah. Because of this experience. Yeah. This is why you don't drink. Because of this experience. This experience yeah. Now, they still have the same choice, mm-hmm. man. But me being an influencer in my child's life goes back to me telling them what is... What the Word of God says is right and what the Word of God says is wrong. And sticking to it. So, I'm very thankful for the accountability, the people that have been 
placed in our lives, the people that have been um, pouring into us, and even the seasonal people that have come that have taught us so many different ways. Uh, I remember we've talked about this before, Laura, that um, when I became a preschool teacher and seeing all my little kids and loving on them, that's before God uh, allowed us to adopt Samuel and before Amelia came along. But that is what taught me of what kind of mommy I was going to be and what kind of mommy I was not going to be. Those parents and those children were influencers to me. Can a child be an influencer? Absolutely they can. Um, I've met a lot of mature kids, man. That they Just the wisdom that they've gained in their little lives, man. Yeah. And it's okay because even Jesus said, let those babies come to me. Mm-hmm. You know, there's yeah. things to gain from them. There's things that they're going to see in life that we yeah. don't see anymore. Because at some point Oof, in time. No we, hold you accountable. Good. Right. Yeah. And I'm so thankful for that. You know, <laughs> I've seen the meme talking about uh, adulthood, adult, adulthood sucks because nobody asked me about my second favorite dinosaur anymore or nobody yeah. asked me about uh, that's my favorite color yeah yes uh, or my pet rock's name you know yeah, things yeah, like yeah. that but it's the truth yeah um but going back to being influencers there there's so many ways that we can influence uh there's so many ways that people can influence us but the seasonal part of it i guess what we're touching on today is even barnabas had to leave paul mm-hmm. but paul continued on he didn't let life stop he knew there was a mission. He knew that he was on God's mission, and he had to continue on. Exactly. And, you know, we all, it's like what I said, this is what we're naming this. We all have different journeys. Mm-hmm. We all have different paths. We do. And that, that's just a part of life, y'all. That's a part of, you know, for instance, my um, sister has moved from different types of churches, different churches what three churches yeah was friendly yes yes three different two to three Georgia, and she was to you know she was mentoring people at all three uh the two of them at least to where she is now she's mentoring people and that's a different path that happens with the move mm-hmm. now and then there's stuff that people may not be moving but sometimes it's just either they can't be influenced by you anymore that's right not that maybe i'm not saying you're at your cap of holiness or spirituality <laughs> no, i got you it's just Sometimes they need someone else maybe who need, can hold them, be a little bit more harder on them or maybe softer on them. Or there's just a season for everything. And we've talked about before mm-hmm. with seasonal friends. That's right. You know, I feel like Nikki's a lifelong friend. Mm-hmm. No matter if I move to the other side of the world, we're going to FaceTime or something. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And that's just, and I'm, now I'm holding, I'm saying this because it be on the internet forever so she doesn't kick me out of her life. But, um, ain't going to happen, man. Um, but sometimes there is seasonal friends and that's okay, Mm -hmm. you know, and sometimes those seasonal friends will not be in your life for one season, be out of it and come right back, back, you know? Yeah, that happens. And that's just part of different journeys and especially with the mentor mentee relationship. Sometimes it happens. Sometimes the Lord, Hey, you know what? It's good. If sometimes you say you're mentoring somebody and they have to move on because they're doing things for the Lord now too. That's right. And it's influenced someone else. That is that's what it should be. That's what discipling is, is to keep it That's going. That's right. Amen. You know? That's good. And guys, like Nikki said, keep doing what you're supposed to do. <laughs> um, 
you are accountable for your actions. That's right. Keep doing what you are supposed to do. If they don't hold up to their end, and if they don't do it, that's on them. And I know that's harsh, but... Well, anytime I've had opportunity to sit in front of somebody and try to pour into them, I have taken God's word, turned it around, and said, all right, I need you to read this. And I say, now realize that there's going to be a day when you're going to do the very same thing. Mm -hmm. You are going to be the one that turns the Bible on somebody and holds them accountable. Mm -hmm. So you need to look at whatever it is that you're doing right now and realize you're calling and stepping into it because there's somebody that's waiting on you to be obedient. That's right. There's somebody waiting on you to say yes to God so that they can grow, so yeah. that they can be discipled, so they can go out and tell other people. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? What's the Great Commission? What's one of the last things that Jesus taught his disciples mm-hmm. was to go ye therefore into all the world mm-hmm. and teaching them. That's what we're supposed to do. Yeah. Discipleship. Well, and as 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 a a person trying to make disciples, someone who is um, being a mentor, remember, yes, love your people, love your mentee. <laughs> yes, love them. Don't hold them so tight to where if there's another good Christian influence, let me say that a good Ooh, Christian okay, influence man, coming along and wants to influence them, let them as well. But That's good, man. You are allowed to hold the reins on them and keep them accountable and hear me out. I'm not saying as that we're the master and they're the slave. No. But but if there's someone not influencing them the right way, yeah, hold them accountable. Uh, yes. But don't they you aren't their um you aren't their God. No. You aren't their You're savior. You're not their Holy Spirit. You yeah. have got to remember that too. If there is someone else coming along influencing them for the good, mm-hmm. maybe it's time for them to move on to them or y'all both can influence them. In different ways. That's why the yes, Lord that's good, man. put me and Nikki on a team. That's good, man. Because some people need the way Laura talks to people. Some that's people right. need the way Nikki talks to people. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's why the Lord puts different staff members, I believe, at churches. That's right. Amen. Um, you know, I, I think <coughs> that's why the Lord has us all have different kinds of personalities. You know, because yes. there's certain people that need certain people at a certain time in their life. That's good. Proverbs twenty seven seventeen. Iron sharpens iron, so one man mm-hmm. sharpens another one. Um, one of our former youth, Nick, that was his favorite. Mm. Um, he loved hearing that, and he'll still quote it till this day. But iron sharpens iron. Mm-hmm. Uh, we need to be able to come up to each other mm-hmm. and um, rub off each other, throw ideas and accountability needs to come out man that's probably not how to answer that or wait a minute let's check what the word of god says about that your view may be partially right but we need the whole thing Mm -hmm. and going back to the great commission the last verse says teaching them to observe everything i have commanded you and remember i am i am with you always to the end of the ages Mm -hmm. matthew 28 20 teaching and observing that's how we pour in. That's how we influence other people. I was talking at our ladies' women's meeting at my little church on Monday that so many people come up and say, Laura, what's your thoughts concerning X, Y, and Z? Mm, yep. And that's where Laura has to say, what's the Word of God say? Yep. It's not what Laura's opinion about mm-hmm. a situation is concerned. It's not Nikki's opinion about what is concerned. It's about what the Word of God says is right on what the word of God. And we're always going to say that, guys. With it. Yes. We're not going to waver from that. 
So don't come at us and say, oh, well, what do you think about this cultural situation that's going on right now? What does the Word of God say? Yep, yep. yep. Well, I don't know what it says. Well, let's find it. And that's where accountability comes in and discipleship as well. Yeah. Teaching them and helping them to observe what the Word says. That's where we're called. That's exactly right. And, you know, Hebrews says, you know, we are to stir up good in one another. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's good. Let me say that again. Because what do we usually, especially here in the South, when we hear stir up, mm-hmm. what do we think of? Let's like stirring up some mess again. Yeah, stirring, stirring up, up that some, trash, man. Stirring up the gossip, you know. Yeah. Um, wow. Uh, and, but Lord Hebrews help us says, in the South. Yes. <laughs> stir up good things. That's stir right. up good works. You That's know, good, man. Someone starts talking, talking mess about somebody else. Like Nikki said last week, what's something good about them? Yeah. Have you prayed for them? Yeah. You know, and I say that and I'm like, dang, I need to do that. You know, mm-hmm. I need to take my own advice with that. But I think that is a great place to stop for this week. We'll be back next week with another episode of influencing and we'll go more in depth in that next week um nikki we close in prayer i will thank you lord for this day such a beautiful day lord thank you for the opportunity lord to just again realize where we stand what your word says is right and what's wrong and lord who we're influencing and that sometimes there are seasonal people just like paul and barnabas um thank you for the people that pour into us lord and thank you for the opportunity to pour into other people Um, Thank you, Lord, that um, we can sharpen each other, that we can um, grow together in those ways, even if it's held accountable. And that's what we all need, Lord. Uh, Lord, help us in our moments of weakness when we do get get influenced in the wrong ways. Um, But, Lord, allow us to take our thoughts captive, to uh, change the situation around to a positive and lord just thank you again for even the seasonal people that teach us different things and grow us in our maturity and you lord continue to be with those that are listening whatever season they're going through lord whatever um, doubts they may have lord just continue to pour into them lord um, and reminding them that you will never leave them that's what your word just said that we read from matthew 28 20 and lo, I will be with you until the end of the ages. Thank you, Lord, that we can, that that's the only promise that we could ever cling to. That's a beautiful promise that we will never be alone, that you will never leave us nor forsake us, Lord. Thank you again for this opportunity. We love you and we thank you and ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.